contains explicit language and content that is not suitable for children. Go clean your fucking room. Now recording. What should our what should our opening bit be? The episode number Oh wait, no, he's ba- he bald he's bald now. Yeah. He took all his hair off. Yeah, it's so true. Wasn't he always bald? No, I think he had totally. like the thin, like the really sh- like really close cut hair. He did. Uh, so anyway, welcome to Failures and Fakes. So what am I thinking? 38. I'm your host and your father and all the things you could ever want in life. Cooper Nichols. I'm joined today. I'm going to change up the rotation by Parker Schultz. <sighs> I didn't have time. I'm all- you put him on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also joined by TJ Nichols. Well, I had time, but I still can't think of anything. I'm also too joined by Kyle Schultz. I have two more beers to pound, and I'll be fucking ready. That's not beers. That's Actually, White Claw. That's white. I have two more sissy drinks to pound, and I'll be ready. Kyle, what is a sissy drink? A White Claw. Yeah, if you have a vagina, that's what you have to drink. I actually yeah. watched a woman who probably has a vagina... I watched her drink as many white claws till it took her to get to out like legal driving limit 0.08, right? Yeah. And it was like six or seven of them. What? And she was so fucked up like by the third one because she took a while to drink them. She was like, who could fucking drive like this? Like she was super fucked up. And Wait, was this like a like something you watched on YouTube or something? Yeah, it could have been like a Edited. shitty... Oh yeah. my god! Well, and it could have been her just Fake playing it news. up, but she seemed like super fucked up on White Claw. I always want to like take a breathalyzer after I have a drink because I'm always so scared to drive on like one drink. I'm like I'm gonna kill somebody or I'm gonna get pulled over and the cops gonna make me walk. And instead of walking, I'm gonna do an accidental somersault and then he's gonna be like, "Wow, you're cool, but you're still arrested." Because buzz driving get, is drunk driving. I just get, I yeah, but I don't even get buzzed off of one beer. Stone driving is drunk. I, Wait, have I, you what? heard those? Okay, have you heard those um, podcasts? Uh, like never listened to one. <laughs> so on how to get <laughs> made, there's like a there's like this weird like disclaimer of like stone driving is drunk driving or whatever. I don't know what it is, but it's really interesting that there's like PSAs for that now. So many, I hear them on the radio all the time. Oh, okay. So you know, you know what I'm talking. Oh, yeah. About. Dude, I love these nachos. Dude, I love this song. Dude, I love when there's a ride when I'm ready to go. And meanwhile, Taco Bell's like, if you're high or drunk, drive here. Same thing with Jack in the Box. Yeah, it's like, do you want fifth meal or do you want to hallucinate a guy with a bobblehead? Do you need 3,000 calories at 40? Yeah. Can Can I get... Yeah. What do I want? Do you remember those ones where the guy was like stoned and he was just sitting in his car? And he's yeah, like, that's what I'm talking. Can I get onion how many, rings? Yeah. How many tacos do I want? <laughs> yeah. yeah, forty. That's what I was thinking. Yes, I love that commercial, but I've never are, been able to find it. Are those still on? Not you that probably commercial. couldn't do that today, right? Why couldn't you? Because it's like promoting weed's more popular than ever. Well, well yeah, but like it's promoting it's, like it's, a, it's legal, so now it's like you don't want to in. So what it would be today is having like your DoorDash or your Uber Eats guy pull up and you're just like, what? I, <laughs> I don't remember ordering food. Thanks. 
And then it's Bill Gates who sent it to you. Yeah. And then you have to get a virus, and then you die. Wait, what are you talking about? Or a vaccine, not a virus. (laughs) A little bit of both. I always get really... I've only been through a drive-thru while high a few times, but it's like the scariest experience you could have. To me, at least. Like, a a person with extreme social anxiety, and for some reason, drive-thrus are like the bane of my... Wait, ordering the food or getting up to the window? Both. Ordering the food because I don't know how loud I'm speaking. And I'm like, <laughs> can I please have a taco? Like, I don't want to do that. You can never be loud enough. <laughs> but I, I don't though. want to be like, can I please have a McDouble? Well, then, they'll just say what? Can I please have... <laughs> <laughs> you sh- have? I know you haven't been, obviously. But if you if you had ever been in a, with a, in a drive-thru with my mother, it is... <laughs> I have been. Have you really? Yeah, I remember like the the one time you guys ever got McDonald's. We watched a stupid movie about a heist in a casino or something. And the person taking the orders didn't know what a fucking McChicken was. And I was so upset. So I remember it not that well because I was like three years old. But Wait, in the movie they didn't know what a McChicken was? No, at McDonald's. <laughs> what movie did you watch? Did you watch like Ocean's Eleven or like Wild Card with Jason Stath? Definitely didn't watch either of those if he was three. No, I it was I was not three. What would be a casino high school? It was I just was remember it rush hour. Maybe uh, I just remember uh, there were like what? sexy like go go dancers, and I was like, no, not my Christian soul. But I remember I think we went to Super One, rented a film, a and that's my boring fucking ass story. Yeah, it's riveting. am I clicky? No, I am. Oh, I heard myself swallow. Mm-hmm. Are you drinking some PBR? Speaking yeah, of having... swallowing, and again with my mother. Okay. <laughs> what the okay. fuck? This sounds really bad when it's started. God! Okay. Let's Sorry. talk Sorry. about <laughs> it. <laughs> That's not, not, that did not come out right, and it's not where I'm going with the story. Is that how you and were born? Did you? <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't notice. I hardly ever notice eating sounds, but the other night when you were over. I never eat sounds either. <laughs> <laughs> when my mother was eating oh, that this song pizza, is delicious. When she was sitting on the couch, eating that pizza, it was horrendously loud. I didn't even notice. It was like I have never heard her eat like that before. <laughs> it was Kyle, so loud, so scared. Like the, the inhaling of the, of the like actually the, the amount of air she would suck in whilst putting the food in her mouth was ridiculous. It was like she was slurping slurping pizza. I couldn't believe it. I've never heard her do that before. She she <laughs> she deeply breathed while whilst whilst. Let me slurp that Roni. Oh, it was so funny. I didn't notice. I think I was just trying to tune your parents out. (laughs) Well, you did a good job. Because I could tell that Dawson was getting annoyed, and I was like, okay, I need to focus. Because your mom was trying to talk to me, and I was like, okay, I need to focus on what we're doing so they don't stay up here longer. And then I think Dawson said, get out. (laughs) Because you guys are distracted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that sounded really bad at the beginning. That's funny. (laughs) Great job. Speaking there. of my mom swallowing. <laughs> are you guys are you guys working on song number two? We oh. just finished song number one. Dawson told oh. me yesterday, he's like, I think I might want to change the end a little bit. So maybe not. Surprise. But it's as close as done as it's gonna get before it's out. It sounds fair. Minus We're the fact recorded. that it's not even closely done. Closely? Well, Close it it needs done. to be like recorded. Final, final track, yeah. Yeah. But right now it's, it's just ri- rough. It's written. 
it's, it's, it's pretty fucking dope. Yeah, it's pretty fucking dope. Like, <sighs> yeah, some but of if, the some of the heavy parts are just so cool. My rule of thumb is if TJ thinks a song is dope, I probably will not think that song is dope. That's that's what Act I think. The last do. time I heard this song, it was pretty fucking dope. Well, it's changed quite a bit since. Holy <laughs> shit, it's again. changed so much. Yeah, I think it's good though. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I am too. See, did you have any great bird stories? No. I was kind of hoping you did. Been avoiding outside. <laughs> yeah? Why? Okay. Because that's okay. where the birds live. <laughs> okay, but I did have... an. So Parker talked about an awkward amount of time. You've probably never heard this before, but there was like some video that Parker watched a long time ago called An Awkward Amount of Time, <laughs> and you don't know what to do with your awkward amount of time. So I was in between home and where I work. I was like, I have an awkward amount of time and I don't want to go home because I'm just going to go home for 20 minutes and then I have to go back into Coeur d'Alene. So I ended up spending a fuck ton of money shopping. There you go. For clothes. That's because that's what I do when I'm bored. When you say I fuck I don't know where I was going with this. But <laughs> fuck ton to me sounds like... I had an awkward amount of time, so I spent too much fucking money... To be frank, which would be impossible. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I bought an article of clothing. Really? Yeah. I love shopping for clothes, I though. I fucking hate shopping for clothes. Yes, I do, too. Although it's I did go to Kohl's. experience. And I was looking for boots, because I like to wear boots. And there were some shoes that I really wanted to get. I was like, oh, these are fucking cool. Nothing around it was resembling, like, any of the boxes were all, like, Nike sh- sports shoes yeah i was like what the fuck like where are the actual shoes and then i spent like 10 minutes looking for them like i walked down actual shoe well like you know how they have the display shoes yeah Yeah. and then you're trying to find that display shoes underneath the display shoe like it should be and then they're never there yeah but these sneaky little shit they were nowhere to be found so i was looking everywhere and i couldn't find them and then i just gave up and then i was i had my mask on and i was just like fuck this place if you want me to buy something, put it in the right fucking spot. And somebody was behind me and I was talking to myself. <laughs> Wait, why don't you just order the goddamn shoes? Because I did. And that's why how I ended up with shoes that are a full size larger than my foot. Well, you figure out what your true, what your true foot size is. No. I, okay. So then, the shoes that I'm wearing right now fit perfectly. Hmm? I ordered them at the same time, same company from oh. Amazon. And the other shoes are a full size bigger. Well, it's because you buy like $12 shoes. No, these were like $45. Whoa. So they should, but they're the same brand. That's they, kind of fucked up. They came in the same fucking box. They both said 10 and a half and they were not. Was one 10 and a half Australian? Well, this is. Whatever. I don't know what the other one These ones are the 10 and the halves. And then the other ones are like this big. Oh, so that's your for your clown days. I can't wear them. Oh, I didn't know you do clown dates. Yeah, I, I tried to be yes man. I just it didn't happen. I'm sorry. You try to be Jim Carrey. No, what? what, what no, yes, yes. Sorry, not yes man. Yes and. Damn it. <laughs> See now he's being make fun of man. Okay, and. Parker got a haircut. Oh damn! Whoa, damn! Mm-hmm. Look at that fade. Mm-hmm. The sick fade, bruh. Mm-hmm. Bruh. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd your haircut go? <laughs> You have a yeah. good time. Yeah, a couple, couple of snips of the scissors and a good head rubbing. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you got a vasectomy with a good time afterwards. Okay, Cooper, <laughs> Cooper you're going to love this, though. 
Parker has HBO Max, HBO Go, HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's called now. Did he, you? He he got you the did. seven day free trial for. Uh huh. Guess what? For getting a haircut. Impractical Jokers. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're not gonna pay for it. Well, I'll pay for it until I'm done watching it. Then I'm getting rid of it. It's you go. You're all grown up. <laughs> well, I don't want to pay for stuff like that if I'm not going to use it consistently. Yeah. I mean, I'm So it's paying. easier to just, if you're not going to use it for a couple of months, just cancel it. And then if there's like another show, you're like, oh, I'll watch this. Did you guys watch Hamilton? No, we've not watched Hamilton. But Is this about like the, the guy on the, t- on the, on the $10 bill? No, yeah. His name is Zanzig Zoller. Uh, no, I've never, I've never seen it. Is it, is it the 10? Am I right about that? I think so. Because 20 is Jackson, right? Wait, Jefferson is 10, right? Hamilton is on the... Jefferson, I don't think, is on Alexander anybody. Alexander Hamilton. You guys should watch that. It's a really good musical. It's like all rap. So, what? I'm a founding father. Yeah. That's, this is Nothing wrong. rhymes with father. And I yeah. don't know. Father bother. I was just gonna say bother. Oh, we're gonna have another rap beat yeah. on this one, huh? Yeah. What else rhymes with find father? A lo-fi beat. Yeah. Mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a founding yeah. father. I was born from my mother. Yeah. She yeah. didn't love me. She said I was a bother. Oh. This is the musical. Yeah. It's yeah. so blue bother. Blue yeah. style. I don't know what blues sounds like, but that's what this is. Yeah. I'm going to put it. Cooper, some you would really like here. it. Like, George Washington is this, like, hulking black man with a big fucking fro. Like, it's like colorblind casting. It's really interesting. I don't think, I think you're telling like the it. truth. Okay. <laughs> like, how, how? I like. Lynn, you have are you heard sh- of Hamilton? Are you sure you're not just b- being TJ so, and trying to no, lie no. to me? Hamilton, it, it's a musical that was on Broadway f- since like 2014 or 15. Yeah. It's like it the biggest the musical up. ever. Minus Lion King? I wouldn't be surprised if it surpassed Lion King. Really? At this point. Yeah, they've had like six different casts, I think. I now. think I'm the only person that didn't see Hamilton. It's incredible. I've watched it like four times. Although the the Song Exploder Netflix series starts tomorrow and Lin-Manuel Miranda is on that. I love him. He was on My Dad Wrote a Porno and he was so funny. He was making up like raps about Belinda Blanks and about her like twat and stuff. Man, it was fucking amazing. He's Belinda so Blanks? Good. Belinda Blanks. Are you she, saying B-L-A-N-K-S? Blink. Like, oh, Blinks. Okay. Yeah. So she like... At the end of each chapter, she usually blinks because she's like super horny or something, or she's naked, or some guy with a blue dick just fucked her and she blinks about it. Uh, what? Hmm? <laughs> yeah. Like, still, Smurf- all, all these things you say, Smurf cock, they're could all just be lies. All real. No. So, in the, in the book of my, in Belinda Blinks, I think it's number three, one of the characters, he gets a penis. Like, he gets a new penis. What? And his cum is blue. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's not facts. I'm not lying. Well, I mean, it's not real. But, but nobody wrote a- that. Nobody yeah. did. No, they didn't. Yeah, something Flintstone. I, I actually ruined that podcast for Angela, and I still feel guilty over it. It's my favorite. I think season six is coming out soon. Daisy Ridley is so funny on it. I just don't get She's it. She's probably one of the best guests. I just don't get it. I feel like you guys are talking about... How to cut a how to cut chicken right now or something something I totally have no no way to understand. With a knife, usually is the way that you would cut a chicken. 
but go into the really detail about all the shit you have to do. So you cut it. Wait, we, you should do the um, the Benihana Christmas. Wait, how do you how do you <laughs> I'm so how do you confused. how do you kill a duck? Oh, it's a goose. A goose. Oh, it's a goose. Oh, I don't know how you kill a chicken, but I know how to cut it. I just use my knife. Don't you snap its neck before you chop it off? How to kill a mocking chicken? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> <Boo>, Riley. Okay. <laughs> Okay, wait, what? I don't know how to Shoot. kill a chicken. God. But a, but you a, worked in a meat department, not a slaughterhouse. Yes. You don't know how to kill a yes? I never why would you why would you think that I've killed a goose? I don't know. You know, it's funny, we're talking about these big birds, right? Which aren't that big, but I go into the damn duck coop sometimes and we have these new ducks and they look like like last time when they were like what three days ago, the one duck almost committed suicide. From like trying to get away from me, I guess. Man, like slammed itself into like the corner between the feeder and the like the fence, just like full on rammed itself in between. I don't like. I, they're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Why does it hate me so much? I don't understand. I would rather die than have to be around me. I don't get it. The, the new ducks are terrible. The the older older ducks, the ducks that have been with us longer. Are fine. They just just the phase, Kyle. Little coop, and they're just excited that they're getting water and food. And then the other ones are like, "I'm going to die." So anyway, that was a side note. Income. (laughs) I'm glad I know that. I don't know where the fuck we were or how we got here. Kyle's fucking footnotes. Ah, love me some footy notes. Wait, you only go out there like every three days to check on them? You're just like assuming they're alive for days at a time. Uh, Courtney. Courtney takes care of them at this point. She's. She's able to do that now, but I had to, I had to like, um, feed him cause she had bought a bag of food and it was heavy and she didn't carry it to the car. She had it carried for her and then I had to take it out of the car and open it and put the food in the thingy. And what does Henry take yeah, care of? Poor Courtney. Uh, no, 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 uh, I, nothing. He takes care of the tit. Yeah. Cause I was going to say he takes care of massaging the breast. Oh, you haven't gotten started on, chores, on chores yet? No, not yet. Oh, why not? Because he's a little shit. <laughs> Fucking kids these days. Don't do anything. How dare you be six weeks old and not know how to do shit? <laughs> Four weeks Four old. Four weeks old. Thank you. Fucking procrastinator. I know. Like, what is he going to... He keeps on this track. He's never going to do anything. What? Actually, this this is a good topic. Like, what do you... You always say that, and then it's just like nothing. Oh, it's not. It's going to be garbage. But <laughs> it's going to be I'm nothing. Just, I'm just interested in like your idea of what your son is going to be. Like, okay, so you are very academically proficient. Yeah. Right? Uh, like okay. that just comes naturally to you. It does. So do you think that you're going to accept expect the same thing of Mr. Henry? Expect in the sense that I want him to work hard when he's in school. As for his proficiency, I think that'll be a determining factor on his abilities. But so I'm you not... have a realistic view of... Yeah. Okay. Also, I, I think he is genetically well disposed to be good at school because Courtney is also quite intelligent. She just didn't put the work in. So That doesn't mean that your son's not going to be a dum-dum. Yeah, he could be very stupid. Or that he won't just hate school because it's fucking stupid. No, I, I understand those are those are all reasonable possibilities, but I expect it would be more likely for him to have 
a predisposition to being good academically. But that's not, yeah. that's not a gene. You can't, a scientist can't go into your chromosomes and be like, oh yeah, there's the love school and likes my teacher's I mean, gene. That, that doesn't is, exist. That is true because Cooper is extremely intelligent and our parents are, <laughs> we're not academically intelligent, right? Like, cause that's not mean to say. I don't, I don't no. think like, that's... Because I wasn't either. Like when I tried, I would still get C's. When it was like, Tyler trying time. It, it yeah, but I'm not that ooh. smart. People just think I am. People you, that listen to this podcast. No, but you don't. You but. are though. Your brain works differently than it mine took does. me. It took me two hours last night to figure out how to reverse engineer a polyrhythm to go from one thing being dotted to one thing being triplets. It took but me two that's hours. Completely pointless. Why would you even try? Like. <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to. What are you talking about? Okay, let, okay. Let me get into this real quick. Okay, so I use serum as my main synth VST for everything. Okay, ah, semen. Yes. Was this? Were, were you telling me that you're getting into theory, or did you tell me you were getting into theory? I am. Okay, so. I learned every single A chord. Okay, I we'll go, we'll I go into that theory. after this. But I'm curious. What I don't you have a theory at all. I learned. I learned. Uh, you press the keys, and sometimes it sounds good. <laughs> that's my trick well theory can also be rhythm too which is what you're talking about so here my my reaper workflow is control r and then i just press all the keys separately and then i'm like well that one sounded good i'm gonna stop recording and just cut that what what were you talking about Spe- like time stretching a note a guitar note last week yeah just because <laughs> he has to hold the note longer so but he didn't he just, want to play it again. So it's like, it's time stretch. I don't give a shit. It's not like ass. I don't care. But time stretching, like, what, two milliseconds? That those sound awful. Because that, nah, but time stretched to, nah, and then you have to trail it off. So then you'd have to, oh, it'd be so much work. So it'd be, it'd yeah, be a lot just easier to just play it. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Just like you just, and then it'll be done. No, it'd be so much work. Couldn't you just record like the one note by itself if that's if that's ending something? Yeah, you would just re-record the single note if it was ending. Just drop it. Yeah. Or if it was in the (laughs) middle, or like if it was anywhere. Yes. Splice it. Just just shove that shit in. I guess I don't always know what's easier. It's good to know that though. Replaying it is so much faster. Sometimes, sometimes Dawson just wants to edit. It also depends on what mood he's in. Yes. So you have to know what mood he's in. <laughs> if he wants to take the time to edit it or replay it, if he's able to play that night, because he always goes, "Oh, I can't play it. Play my fingers and play, play. And then he and then he doesn't want to play. So Dawson's description of like new bring, bring me the horizon is so funny. The, the just how he was talking about like their weird like interludes of their songs was cracking me up. Like good or bad. No, he was like, they add like a ching, but it's like a Zabel, but except it's modern, so it's not a Zabel. (laughs) (laughs) He just went on, and it was so funny. I really enjoy when people do that, like, because I think describing music and, like, in, I guess, sound design specifically, like, somebody will be like, this is like a bark, this is metallic bark growl bass. It's like, that could mean literally anything to different people, unless you're, like, very well. Metallic bark growl bass. Yeah. But like like if somebody says a dry symbol, I know what that means. But like if you're outside of that whatsoever, you're like, what the like what's a wet symbol then? You put water on your symbol and go splash, splash, splash. Well, I mean there are wet settings for a lot 
for almost every plugin. I'm not saying in like in production. I'm saying like the the symbol. Oh, like if a like, dry yeah, like what does it mean to say that a sound is dry versus wet? But is you what would you're saying, but right? you yeah. would say like legato or staccato, right? Or retard. Retardo. <laughs> Retardo. <laughs> Retardo. Right. It's, it's retard. Retardo. <laughs> it's retardando is the full name for slowing down. So you would say like retard it. <laughs> you could say retard. Is that yes. politically incorrect? It's not. It's not. You, don't, you don't. So. You don't put the emphasis on the e. It's, it's it's on the a. So it's not retard like we would say. It's retard. It's retard. Yes, it is. And I don't know why, but that is the correct pronunciation as far as I'm aware. But that's retard. what you would say, like instead of saying like, yes, retard it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, retard it. That is that is true. It's strange how they have all the Latin, like all the like official musical notation, like all the words in it is all in Latin. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Even though it's not spoken anymore. Yeah. Spoke? So, sp- sp- is it spoken? It's spake. Spake. It's not spake anymore. Not spuked anymore. <laughs> Kyle, what's legato mean? Because my synthesizer says that and I don't know. It's just so like, like, uh, elongating it. Like imagine, imagine if you're playing a violin, okay, and you're, and you're using That's the bow hero. and you're going, <laughs> That's a legato note. Now imagine you take, you throw away the, fa- the damn freaking thing that you rub, the, rub the strings it. with, and then you just pluck it. Okay. Yeah. That's a staccato note. It would be like Ithuth oh. by Julian Michaels. What's that song sound like? Boom. 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 Oh, yeah. Boom. Boom. Oh, I don't like that song. Yeah. So it's, it's like, <laughs> it's like, like holding a chord or just going, gang. Yeah. That's, that's all. Like that's all legato and staccato mean. Sense. And if you wanted to note what a staccato note is, and you put a little dot underneath it, but not to the side of it, because oh, that would be a fucking read music. Uh, oh, but you know what's really interesting? This brings back to music. The Horizon. Yes. So, like, learning. I want to know your chords still, by the way. I want to go over that. I don't know all like the names of them, but I know how to minor play seven. Them. You mean know the names of some of them? Eight. but You understand? I know. I, I want to add, I like, hear your. I know how to add like the fifth or the seventh or the third to it. Like that makes more sense to me now. Of how my fingers work on my guitar. That's really interesting. I think people but, are going to love this episode because Angela likes our podcast and she looks like she's so... Not having any this. fun. <laughs> I think what's interesting is going back to like joining the band and like trying to have Kyle explain to me how to play the songs. Yeah. Was with him telling me stuff and me writing it out in tabs to make it make sense. Yeah. But now I understand Kyle's vocabulary when he's talking about writing music. So it's so much easier to understand what he's saying. Cause I talk so much more in like generic, like Dark I want a yeah. sound or like, yeah, yeah, I would say like, oh, I want that like Christopher Nolan, like trailer sound. Like the Kyle would say that it's retardo. <laughs> he, would, he would say it's like a legato bass, right? Like, but I understand or what distorted bass or something. Is. Yeah. Yeah. It took so long to get to that point, though. Because that's I, a lot. It's really interesting. Because now, like, when Kyle's like, oh, we should do this, it makes more sense to me. Yeah. As of 10 years ago, I would have been like, huh? What are you talking about? Parker, did you have that struggle, like, when you, when you guys were doing Mulligan, I guess, specifically, like, going from drumming to, like, having to learn melody? No, because I still don't know anything. I just guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> so whatever sounds good. Yeah. It's well, to me it's weird. Like I can I can play drums pretty well and I can think of really cool beats, but then when I go to like 
okay, now I'm going to place this on the timeline of my Reaper track. And it's just like a simple, like, but it's so easy because it's set up for you as a grid. Yeah. But like, if I'm doing triplets for a fill or something, I don't know what it's like. I, I don't think of something as like, okay, here's 16th notes. And then it, and then like quarter kick note and then triplet. Like, that's not how I think at all. No, I'm but just can like, you? Every grid should every grid square should have something. You keep wanting to put a W in there. Gwid. A gwid. A gwid. <laughs> every grid square should have something in it. But learning production, you didn't like. Did you think about that stuff? What? Like learning how to produce a track. Like you just thought this sounds cool to me, right? For the most part, like it wasn't about like the technical specifics of it it was not too much sounded cool. i mean one i wanted to know some stuff but no i didn't care that much like if it's the same four chords for 20 songs it's fine <laughs> because it's gonna yeah. sound completely different <laughs> well that's true like i don't think people really think about that especially in pop music like if you can pull off some cool melodic shit i think it stands out more but people aren't gonna like most people aren't gonna recognize what that actually is if but it's adding width and texture to your song, that's what you're going for. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. Because you can add harmonies and stuff. Yeah, think- or you can just have like a huge pad just like kind of filling out the space. And that has a similar effect to anything else you could do. Right? Kind of. No, no, mm, not, no. no. I, like in the very, very general sense of things, yes. Well, I'm just saying like you don't, things can be interchangeable to make a song like full and present. Yes, just it depends yeah, on what you want to yes. how you want it to sound when it's full and present. Well, I want it to be 12 of me just singing off key. Like comparing something <laughs> like Justin Timberlake or Drake. I don't like Drake's music and I don't like a lot of Justin Timberlake, but comparing their music to somebody like Anna Marie or gosh, who like Katy Perry, like just very generic, straightforward yeah. three or four chord pop songs. Like Drake uses really interesting chords for his music yeah. that you would never hear in a Katy Perry or like a Chainsmokers song. Yeah, but Drake's I don't I think Drake's accessible, but I don't think I don't think he's that accessible. No, I mean it doesn't I don't it never gets it doesn't me click with me, but ever. Yeah. No, but like his the way that like the sound design and the, the chord progression that he uses is really interesting, yeah. but I would never choose to listen to that music because it's not like catching my attention yeah but it's interesting and i think kendrick lamar does that quite a bit too where it's like really weird chord chord progressions that you would never it feels expect like in a pop song so what i th- i think i do too the issue that i have with like collaborating sometimes is like when you know theory and you know and i like when it comes to like jazz voicings and stuff I know shit. I'm so bad with that. I I don't understand how people can do these jazz voicings and understand like how to connect chords that should not go together and still connect them together. But I think, and I want to know if if you're getting to this point now and that maybe you're learning some like you're learning jazz chords ish, I think is what you're saying, right? You're kind of going into like where you understand all the intervals and like how that sounds. So like, minuscule amount right but does it does it make you does it make you want to incorporate that into music a lot more no it just opens my ears to 
Yours? Like, oh, I didn't know that I could put my finger there during this chord. And that changes the entire vibe of the chord. Like, when I write music, it's mainly just whatever sounds good to me. And it's not, oh, this is like a this is like an actual chord. It's just, oh, if my fingers are here, it sounds good. But now it's starting to make sense of why. Okay. So now I can kind of play around a little bit more and be like, oh, I can take this from a major chord into like a minor chord and it actually sounds good. Or you can play a whole song in the key of E or something and like all the chords are E and it still sounds like it's changing the chord progression. Right. Even though it's the same exact thing. Yeah. That's what's fascinating to me. It's not the, I don't know. It's just more of like, oh, I understand why things sound good rather than just, oh, it sounds good. Yes. So, so what you're learning is, is a educated path to knowing how to make things sound good. So I know like, oh, if I hit one, two, three, when do you use the black keys? When's the black ones go? I don't know. I know when I'm guitar, (laughs) but I don't know on a piano. Anytime I touch one, I'm like, nope, wrong. Like if it has a dot on it, I know (laughs) that it could potentially be good. (laughs) (laughs) We're so fucking. (laughs) It's, it's so strange. I just find that. So like, I, it's not that I'm bored with sometimes like the things that people want to write or people like display. Cause sometimes it's really good, even if it's simple, but it, it's weird to know how much potential could be there musically and hardly anyone ever takes that. I know like, what you're saying. I, I have noticed more when I like I can hear key changes in songs that I don't think have key changes. Like time signatures are I always think, oh, this isn't like a weird time signature and it ends up being four four. I think that all the time, like, what the fuck is this time signature? And then I And you count it. Realize that, oh, it's in four four. Or it's in three four, and that just throws you for a loop, and you're like, "Ha, who, wait, that sounds weird." Yeah, but sometimes like, three four sounds oh, like five four. Oh, it's on me. like it's on the one and the three, and that's like super common in like pop music is one and three. It's just like what Shawn Mendes does that all the time. Like all his music is one and three, right? What does that mean? You're talking about like it's one, on the air. It's uh, the one uh, on the three. Uh, uh. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what? One, three, no. um, one, three, one, three. Yeah. It's actually three, one. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, are you talking like if it's in three? Oh, I thought it was the four. No, like four. where like the prominent notes are being played. Are you that? So, but you're talking about three, four time. Are yeah. Talking, okay. Yeah. That's not that weird, is it? It's not that weird, but not. Depending on how you compose it in a song, though, it can sound completely different. I've actually gone yeah. back and listened to like old Emory records. Like I've been going back through like nostalgia Jesus land Christ. and like the question fucking incredible. Like I'm only a man is such a good record and does not compare to anything like on we do what we want. Yeah. Like that record is nothing compared to those. Yeah. Like listening to like the artistry in those records is so interesting. Those records are great. Yeah. And I like, mean, the mixes aren't great, but like the, composition of the music is really fascinating 
Well, especially for how it comes off, because it doesn't really feel like there's that much thought. I mean, you can tell there's a lot of thought put into the melody, and like the songwriting process for them is probably pretty intense, but it doesn't feel quite to that level. Yeah. Like there, that's what I find the most interesting in music is like artists that can implement like radically different melody and like especially if somebody can modulate time really weirdly, which that normally comes off pretty obviously, but like Emery does that in so many cool ways, especially with like, I guess like their back and forth vocals, just mm-hmm. like the timing that they choose for those, especially cause a lot of them are like very polyrhythmic always yeah. stands out, but you don't really think about it that much. Cause it doesn't sound like it doesn't belong. And to make something in that genre of music that sounds like it belongs, but it's that different is super, which makes their new music so fucking disappointing. Yeah, that's the whole reason I went back is because I listened to like <laughs> New Emery and I was like, "This is garbage! Like this is so boring." And then I went to listen to like in a win-win situation, yeah. and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's it! Like this makes sense. Like these melodies, like contrasting with one another, make so much sense with like the time signatures that they're using, which are never four-four. Like majority of that record is in like I think it's six-eight. It's just weird. It also depends on how they divide that too, because yeah, a, like I'm sure Emily does that. Like even but it if they are in six, six eight. eight to three four. Well, that's like the same thing. I know, but it, they're doing like half time in between. Right, really they're doing. Yeah, I know. I understand what you're saying. That's what I always find interesting is when people, like especially in the prog scene, people talk about uh, this is such a like inside baseball podcast. People talk about like time, like it's the biggest thing and like who's the most progressive, but it's like everybody, you can divide time however the fuck you want. Like at some point, 4-4 is going to line up with 17-8. Like you might think of it differently, but like Meshuggah writes all their shit in 4-4 and people will be like, no, this song is, this song is 17-8. No, they wrote it in 4-4. You're perceiving it differently. It sounds fucked. Like it sounds not like it's in 4-4, but it doesn't matter. I think that like qualifying things by their, I guess is the issue I have is like the, it's not a qualitative. It's just a line in the sand. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing there that's actual like substantive quality. Is that a word? Substan- substantive. Substantive. Yeah, like you can't. You can't. It's hard to say. You, but you can't define Substant- something's quality based on its complexity yeah. because there's a lot of like hyper complicated music out there that isn't boring. Yeah. And that's the shit I listen to a lot. It's like I listen to music that's not that good, but it's like just dancey in a weird way, even if it's super heavy, like the weird grooves are what hooked me. But like that's not close to being universal. You know who does really interesting things is AJR. Like they're they don't mess with time signatures, but they do mess with the key of their songs quite a bit. Yeah. Like they change it up in like a way that you don't even notice most of the time. The song Weak. Do you know that song? I'm weak, but what's wrong with that? Yeah. Like, they changed, like, there's a key change in it for, like, the last chorus, and then it goes back Yeah. at the outro back to the original key, but the chord that they're using to change it doesn't sound like it's changing. It's so fast. Like, that's the best way to do a key change Yeah. is when you just don't notice you it You kind of, all. like, merge it together Yeah. really smoothly. That's what I'm the most impressed by in music. I guess what I'm looking at it from like a critical standpoint is like, okay, I know that something changed there, but I don't know when it happened. And that's what the most impressive thing to me is, is like when a, it's kind of like in a movie, like you don't know why you feel so scared of something because you don't, you're not always noticing the score. You're not always noticing the, 
the angles or the like you are TJ, but like a lot of people are just immersed in the whole thing instead of actually analyzing its individual pieces. And I am such an analytical person that when a song can just put me into a trance like that and still engage me, that's like the most impressive thing in the world. So are you saying for the most, not for the most part, you would prefer to hear a song where you're surprised by how much it's changed within it and you haven't noticed yeah. rather than understanding how it's changing. And even if it's oh, I don't more blatant, any of that shit, I don't understand a, any, like a pop song. I don't know, but you can hear when like it, like a key change. Yeah. So like you would rather be impressed by not noticing a key change and having it happen like under your nose than hearing a key change outright. Yeah, because then I think the song's more naturally engaging without flaunting it. Does that make sense? Like, instead of putting it in your face that, okay, we just went from this tempo to this tempo and this time sig to this time sig, and we just went from this key to this key, and being like, yeah, we know how to do that. If you can just, like, throw that in there and people, a lot of people wouldn't notice, I think that's so much more good. Like, I just feel like that takes, I don't know if it takes more skill, but to me, it I would I would argue it probably does. Thoughtful. Either, either it takes more luck or a lot more like brute strength just trying to figure out what that is or they have a really good knowledge of how that, like it, it key changes more or less. Yeah. I think the time signature chef is just kind of like, time signature chef is more like just like trial and error. But yeah, the key changes, I, someone doing that stuff is really hard to make it sound natural. Producers. Kind of. <laughs> But no, it would it would take it would take like know. a good like knowledge of like theory and jazz yeah. and stuff to like know how to like go from uh, like one key to an entirely different key or use chords in a certain section of the song, and then if you were to put them back like in the chorus, it would sound terrible. Like how do you do that and make it sound seamless? That's that's I think what you're getting at. Yeah, something it's like, like being that. able like, to join all these separate things that in the wrong order would sound terrible together, but being able to kind of just like whatever special producer glue I don't know if it's come. <laughs> Whatever it is, like having that ability is the most impressive thing to me. But I, I've always liked like s- slow changes in songs, like a, just a song that has like one synth the entire time. And that's like the through line of the entire song. But that synth is like constantly evolving, like very slowly and you don't really realize it. But then oh, yeah. the energy of the song completely changes and the vibe changes throughout. I don't know. I always find that super interesting. That's like in the Bummerland song by AGR. Like they use like this like four different sounds for one melody. Like it goes from like some weird synth to like some weird brass thing to a guitar. Like it changes, but it's like the same sound and it's within like five or six measures. Like it's not much time, but it changes and it like completely changes the vibe of the song. It's really cool. I have a question that can be something more relatable and not so like dumb, dumb nerd. (laughs) when is the last time like a song really hit you like regardless of if it made you cry or if it made you just be like fuck yeah like when was like what song was that for you a lot like the last time i can remember that happening yeah oh shit do you guys know um i'd have to think about it for a while last night so i've been looking into like synthwave stuff so my my current thing with reaper is just like i want to learn a little bit of everything, but not a lot of anything. So I'm like diving into a bunch of different weird genres. Like the other day I plugged in my, my Korg monologue synthesizer and just pulled MIDI from the sequencers and just ran that through different patches and shit. So I've been like looking into synthwave stuff and I was listening to like craft work last night 
and then found a French 79 song, I think Remedy, which is like super. I know, lost. I know you don't know what I'm talking about, but that song, like there's a really cool animated video for it. And it's like a very repetitive and just like kind of psychedelic song. And that fucked me up. Cause I was just like, I just stopped what I was doing and just like stared and watched the entire video without thinking about it. That's cool. I don't know if that's the name of the song, but it's French 79 song. Parker, do you know, uh, when I first heard the search yeah. by NF, I was just like, hell Yeah. Ooh, I got chills. Yeah. Is that a new Is that one? That's fine. That's, that I was going... That's cool. You can leave now. Ooh. I'm sorry. Is that, is that one? Just that's play. what I did. What is the... When, let the beat drop or whatever he says? Yeah. Didn't see that coming? Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> fuck me. That <laughs> fucked me up. That's yes. a song that I wish I could forget every time I listen to it. <laughs> Why? So I could hear it again for the first time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Didn't see that coming? <laughs> like... Yeah! <laughs> Every time I hear that song, I'm like, mm-hmm. Yep. Actually, Green Light by NF. Like, every time I listen to that song, I'm like, fuck, this goes so hard. It does. Like, it goes so fucking hard. It's the best. <laughs> I almost wish it was like 20 minutes, because it's the best song you could ever jog to. Yeah. Cut yourself. The speed, like, the speed of it is just perfect. Man, I ran to that song... Just I put that song on repeat, and they just ran to that song. You run. Treadmill. It was Treadmill? probably like two years ago when I was going to the gym oh, regularly. Yeah. Who's gym? Well, I would go to 24-Hour Fitness, Anytime Fitness, Gold, Gym. Who's your mom, Fitness? Where I'm your I dad, get Fitness. A free month or a free week, oh I would go to that God. gym. You do that with everything in life, don't you? It works, though. That's, I and know, it's nice because but... it's a new environment. Although Anytime Fitness was the best because nobody was ever in there. New sweat to touch. They didn't have mirrors. I fucking hate mirrors in a gym. That's weird. I don't, I've never been to a gym, but I wouldn't want a mirror if I was there. Okay, Kyle, Kyle what was song? your song? Oh, I don't know. When you started talking about NF, I was thinking about the damn uh, Why Did You Leave Us song. Oh, that, that hurts every time. <laughs> Man. Though, although the very end. Uh, the very like end is song. a little is a little much. Like yeah. you could probably have cut that out, but like the whole tone of the song is always a chiller. Yes, I I think if, but I don't know. But I can't think of anything else. Perception like, would have been so different without that, though, because he talks so much in the search and in perception about, about that track specifically. I know, like at least three or four. Re- yeah. Well, maybe just two references, but there's a few. It's in. It's in intro and it's in the search and it's also in the outro three. So he talks about it a lot. Yeah. But yeah, that song is a little much. I had it is, but it's just like if like if you cut out like him crying at the end, which I think the reason I don't like it is it almost sounds contrived or something. Mm-hmm. Well, because it it's copied and pasted. The crying is copied and pasted. Oh. Yeah, like it. It seems it seems a little contrived, but why would you leave? <laughs> How could you leave us? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had another one, which is uh, Harmony Hall by Vampire Weekend. Vampire which, Weekend, which I really never, okay. Yeah, so I mentioned Song Exploder earlier, and it's like one of my favorite podcasts ever because it is like none of the artists or artists that I like really return to, but it's opened my eyes to like why people write different music. Um, so I've been kind of on a song exploder kick lately, and that was the one that did it for me. Like just him talking about writing that song 
Like if I had heard that just come on, I'd be like, fuck this shit. But like understanding the way it was made is like the most interesting part of any music to me. That's so neat. that did it for me. I was like, wow, that's a fucking vampire weekend track that <laughs> I didn't hate. So like what what gets to you? Because I think I think it's like the I think it's the emotional stuff that gets to me the most in music. Amen. So another another example of kind of like the the NF song we were just talking about, the How Did You Leave Us one, is the live version of As Cities Burn, The Widow. Oh yeah. Oh god damn. <laughs> that's that's that fucking that fucking hurts so bad every time. Like it's meant to hurt you. It's just like it's I, like he's just like crying. He's just sobbing while he's playing the song. It's so Wait, What do you mean what gets you? Like emotionally? Yeah, well it's to me I think if if you can somehow convey true honest emotion which for some reason sadness seems to be the easy, like the easiest or the most impactful one to to yep to convey but if you can convey your emotions so well that you feel it like the whole time or not yeah. the whole time but you just like feel exactly what you think that the artist wants you to feel in the song that's what and it, no no that's not it because you can feel like happy and okay it's good time music and that's what the artist wants you to feel but it doesn't have any depth there's something about like a depth of an emotion like happy is easy Happy is easy, yeah. And so is angry. Like, there's so much, like, fake angry music. Maybe that depends on your personality, though. Maybe happy isn't always easy. Well, yeah. What, wait, you mean writing or being? <laughs> like, like getting being. that vibe vibe from a song of happy? I don't think. Like I think happy music is the easiest or Chris thing Brown to write. Or, easiest to write, but, it's, but, but maybe people it's, are drawn to it because it's yeah. not easier for them to attain happiness or, like, feel oh, yeah. happy. Yeah. It's like the easiest ex- escape. Maybe, maybe but I'm not sadness. sad enough, which is why I I'm so drawn to like people's sadness or something. I th- maybe, man. Now let's start getting psychological. I Come don't on. know. I'm, let's go. I'm very bitter and sad, and I listen to a lot of very bitter and sad music. So, but I think it's so dependent on your personality, though. I think like the things that you attribute to like claiming as your own are so dependent on your personality that the reason that you're drawn to certain things well also what you're willing to publicly claim as your own that's a whole other i'm i'm so what do you mean claim as your own what, what are you guys getting at like be a little more specific i guess like, mm. like who you are as a person you mean like the things that you like attach yourself to right or like yeah. identify with yes okay. so like if you okay. like so for me like the easiest thing Easiest thing Ethiath. to Ethiath, the Ethiath, uh, you're you're wet and I'm fifth. <laughs> <laughs> the easiest thing for me is to go to happiness because that's like my default mode is be happy. Yeah, because you're like you laugh when you hurt yourself. Yeah, <laughs> not but not like, a whole lot of that's, change. That's there. like a defense mechanism. That's not like true. Well, I know, right? but but you're trying to stay in your state of happy. But Real also, hard. like, I can't hard. help, I can't help but laugh at most things. <laughs> like when I watch a horror movie, I laugh. Oh, I do too. A lot of times, because it is funny. Because it's so stupid. <laughs> like most things, most things I think are stupid. Yeah. Like when I watch something and Parker's like Ant Man, Parker's like that was really good, and I was like that's stupid. Did we did we talk about the Joker on the podcast? No, we talked about it in real life. Oh, so we were talking about this. I thought. The Joker was a hilarious movie. And the funniest <laughs> part for me was when he shot 
at the end. Spoiler alert. It's I'll so <laughs> fucking funny. It is really funny. I was just like, this is ridiculous. That was that was an episode of Failures and Fakes that you just heard with your ears. And maybe another body part. I don't know. What do you listen with? Let us know. <laughs> uh, if you want more of our garbage, you can find our website, failuresandfakes.com. Send us an email, contact at failuresandfakes.com. Uh, Instagram. You can find us on Instagram, follow us, and watch our stupid videos and send us a DM and tell us that you hate us because we're bad people and we talk about penises too much. Which we already know, so don't fucking bother. That's Failures and Fakes Pod on Instagram. Mm. I've been a circus clown, an elephant. I have been uh, 30 to 50 feral hogs. I have been uh, Representative John Palmer. And I have been Albert Einstein, Cooper Nichols. I've been joined by Parker Schultz. See ya. I've been <laughs> also joined by TJ Nichols. Chandelier. You said see ya, right? Yeah. Oh, oh. Chandelier. What? I'm gonna fly like That's what we're singing. That's see ya, right? Uh, yeah. What? I think I was also joined by Kyle Schultz. So what do you guys know about general relativity? Billion? Yeah. It's relative, man. Yeah, I would really I would really be interested to see what you guys know. I about thought that. he got promoted to colonel relativity. Is that a promotion <laughs> or a demotion? I probably uh, probably a demotion. To Sergeant General Chief Officer Executive United States. Relative. Athon. Okay, what's the song we're gonna do? Isn't it anytime day or night masturbate? I don't know. Oh, no. hey, gonna fuck myself cause I don't need any dick. Hey, gonna ride my villain without me anybody else. I'll fuck me. Gonna fuck myself no I don't need anybody else. I don't want no peace. Gonna fuck myself no I don't need anybody else. Gonna see the same thing cause this is a really shitty song. Gonna ride that dildo I don't need anybody else. And he's the same thing. I'm a big, 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 I'm a big,